0: Everyone in their life has life-changing moments, and they can pinpoint an exact date and time when their life changed in a certain direction. So on this episode, that is the question I was asked by Connor Abney, and I'm super excited to share this episode with you. I it, it was a super cool conversation. It took a little turn that I wasn't expecting, and Connor asked some really, really awesome and deep and thoughtful questions. So hope you enjoy the episode. If anything stands out to you, please make sure to share it with a friend, and if you want to chat, make sure to text me at 414-250-8964. Rewind that if you need, but We'll get on to the episode, so hope you enjoy. name's Connor Albanese. Um I got into finance and investing uh,
1: in a way that is as lucky as it gets. I, my mom gave me a book on Warren Buffett when I was 15. And at the time, I, I, I like to say, I didn't have any like goal for the future. And I read that book and it, I, I kind of made it believe right time, right place. Um, so I, I, I've been obsessed with finance and investing ever since I worked in, uh, started a small like partnership in College invested some money, bought a couple of very 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 small companies like you're talking under fifty grand. Um, then uh, worked at an investment firm for a couple of years, um, left there, had the opportunity to work for myself. Um, did that in Dallas in the startup kind of world. Um, startup to what I would call small like true business business like it's not a venture business or anything like that. It's just a like a small seven figure business. Um, did that for a while uh, then started a couple little things uh, on my own, like internet exits. It's a, uh, uh, well, we help companies buy and sell companies. We also, um, we do this thing called operate as a service. So entrepreneurs that have multiple businesses um, will literally like there's a rep share will literally help you up, op- like we'll basically run your business for you. Keep hundred percent of the equity we just take a split on the revenue based on the size of the business, run it for you. And we send you a check at the end of the year, year for what's left over. Um, and then um, we're hoping to start to buy some of those businesses um, next year. I'm actually doing due diligence on one to buy one. Um, and so currently I work for a company called bike and Media. It's a, a think about it as demand generation pretty much. Um, so pay for leads, uh, it's about 180 people. I oversee all the operations and finance. Um, it's uh, got offices in London, um, Mexico and India. Uh, and so it's been a really interesting challenge going kind of more international and having to deal with that. Um, but other than that, I, I think to me, it's um, it's a natural next step for me. As I, as I said, I got, I've been in finance investing for a long time. Then I went into um, kind of like the operate as a service type thing, and so this is kind of a natural mold for like I literally oversee all the finance and all the operations for the company. So it, it was a good next step for me at a like a big company versus just like what I've done. Um, that's but, awesome. And that's kind of my feel who, where I came from, who I am. Can I ask how old you are? Twenty six.
0: You're young. That's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, it's look. I, so I, I kind of people ask me every now and again, like like you're young and i'm like to be honest it is solely based on i started early and it wasn't yeah. like so i'm not i wouldn't gary v i wasn't flipping stuff at <laughs> yeah. seven years old like yeah. like okay like i i don't have to be as good as anyone else like i just have yeah. to be me so like i picked up that book at 15 bought my first stock at 16 uh still own it today, same one. Um, probably a bad thing because now it's sentimental. Now it's like part of my story. So I'll probably write it down to zero at some point in my life, but <laughs> worth it. Um, and so it's just, for me, it's uh, like, I, I think I, I'm i pretty good at finance investing, but it's only because I started 10 years ago. Like mm-hmm. it's not any sort of special gift. I can assure you that I, I um, Almost got kicked out of college twice for grade, so like it's it just sheer just I started early I've got a eight, 10 year head start of most people figuring out what I love to
0: do that's awesome man i, I love that um so
1: it it's it just um yeah and I think it goes to show i mean like I'm a huge huge reader um and you read the stories about all these guys who are just phenomenal, right and that's great um but it's okay my biggest kind of hatred in the world at the moment, if I can be so extreme is to say like, people forget that there's a big difference between being poor and being Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Like there's a giant, like, when I talk to people and they're like, Oh, I want to do an IPO. And I'm like, okay, but like, do you really? Yeah. Why can't you just make, start a small business, make seven figures a year, and work 43 hours a week, and go on vacation for three months out of the year, and live perfectly happy, <laughs>
0: like, yeah,
1: it, 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 I, I don't know, I think, I, I think one of my big skills to try and simplify things that are really difficult for me, and it's like that, I got to work a billion hours a week, I don't, no. um, I work until I'm tired, and when I'm tired, I go home, some days that's four thirty, and some days that's eight, mm-hmm. it's not a, I've got to work 80 hours a week to get to where I want to, like, I want to progress every day. And so like, I would say, I mean that I followed you for a long time. And so one of my biggest obsessions over the last 12 months with this podcast that I have is like defining moments. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously mine was picking up a book that I couldn't have told you who Warren Buffett was when I bought that book. So like, that was it that I can trace everything I've done over the past 10 years back to that singular moment. And so like, I'm super curious for you. Can you do the same?
0: Yeah, there's, again, there's a lot of kind of small moments as far as like what's been the most life-changing so far is uh, when I picked up the camera for the first time and like filmed my very first video. I was like, April 16th, 2018 is like when I sat down and just filmed myself for the first time. So that was a defining moment of just like jumping into the media world. And again, I was 18, so... Um, did a bunch of stuff before that, but I think that is like the one thing I can say. Like, from that point, my life changed. Like, I, from that day.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I'll be the first one to say, it, like, I will be more than I would have in life if I didn't pick up that book. Because, like, wasn't super smart. Almost flunked out of college twice. Like, the only reason I finished was because I love my mom to death, and my mom, <laughs> had, like my dad didn't go to college, but he wanted to because they had my brother. My mom had to go back several years later. She was like super important for her. Like I had the luxury to do it and not have to worry about it. So mm-hmm. it was were important for her. And ultimately that's why I finished. But like, other than that, it was just uh, like, it, it's funny to go back in time and talk to people about moments. Cause I do think like, I, I've talked to maybe 10 or 15 people uh, uh, specifically that can relate everything they've done over the past two, seven, nine, twelve, fourteen 12, 14 years to like, one very individual moment and that's like it just goes to show that I mean some of the best things in life happen in like the very individual moments, not like accomplishing something special. Yeah. Um but so I'm curious on your podcast. Um because I, I talked to um oh uh Mike Metry a couple yep. weeks ago. Um and he asked me a question, he's like, what's your goal with your podcast? And I was like, to be honest, I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Like, my only goal is to do 500 of them. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. Like, I publish them on Anchor, and I literally don't look at how many people listen to them. Um, so, like, how do you, Like, is there a goal for you and your podcast, or is it simply? I mean, look, it, would I like to make money from it one day? Sure, but like for me, it's more about the conversations and all that sort of stuff. So, I'm super curious to hear from someone that's much further in than I am. Like one, what is the goal? And two, has it changed?
0: Yeah. Um, goal is to just have conversations with cool people and share my ideas, uh, to hopefully inspire someone else to take action in their life. So that's, that's the goal. It has not changed. Um, it looks differently. The conversations I'm having are different than I've had in 2019 and, and even earlier. Um, but yeah, I have no set goal of, I want to generate X amount of dollars. I want a sure. million weekly listeners or yeah. I have no goals from that end. It's just, it's a means. It, it's almost a vehicle to just help inspire more people um, and yeah. have conversation. So it's just a vehicle of connection. Yeah. And for me, it's,
1: it's similar and like, it's just, I was having the conversation with people anyway. I think i kind of, some, my sister-in-law texted me the other day and she was like, this was a bold statement. she's like, cause I said on the podcast, if Obama, Elon Musk, Gary V all said that they would do one podcast with me on the same podcast to get some, something crazy. Would you do it? And I said, no. It's like, because they can go be on any podcast on the planet with an email. Like, my whole goal is to interview people that can't be on podcasts and to try and, like, if you could go back in time and listen to Gary Vee, Elon Musk, and Obama do a podcast when they were 22, like, those three podcasts would probably be the top 100 listened to podcasts of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Like, hearing the same story from Elon Musk the 47th time, okay, it was cool the first three times and still somewhat cool, but, like, it doesn't get any more personal that. Yeah, and that's kind of my goal is to share the story from someone that's in the weeds, doing it without any recognition um, and, and try and give them that platform to, to maybe connect with people that they wouldn't have by sharing. That. I love that. I love that. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it really is a passion project. So I've got so I ask um, one question to everyone on a podcast and you may or may not know it. And we and based on time, we can go from there. But it's the famous Peter Thiel venture capital question is like what's something that you fundamentally believe in that most people around you don't? So like mm-hmm. what do you see differently? Like and it can be any it could be small, it could be AirPods are the worst thing on planet Earth. Or it could be <laughs> like I hate money and all the people around me love money. Like it can be anything.
0: Yeah. Um See. the 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 money thing is is easy and common um sure. of like yo it's it's not bad to want to make a lot of money yeah. but yeah. too many too many people say that uh, i'll go similar route it's not bad to want attention yeah so that is again i've had a lot of polarizing conversations around attention and and what does that mean and it yeah. it really stems for it depends on where that need and fiend for attention stems from um yeah. which is different for, for everyone but the simple want for attention it doesn't have a positive or negative charge it's a simple neutrally charged thing um yeah. and it's just people's relationship with it uh is hmm. is what matters so i think that's that's i think what differentiates my viewpoint versus uh a lot of people i talk to on a daily basis yeah that i really like that cuz i do think I mean, to me, it's
1: similar to, like you said, the money or the fame or whatever else. It's, like, if you're doing it for the right reasons for you, then, like, who shit cares what everyone else thinks? Like, be you. And if you want the fame and attention, then go for it. Like, for me, like, I know if someone said, Connor, you can have a million-dollar net worth or a billion, but you got to beat Jeff Bezos or nobody, like, I'd choose nobody. Because, like, I don't, like, that's just not, Like I naturally am a private people, even with the people in my circle. Mm -hmm. So like, for me, it's, I I don't want that. And so it's kind of backwards to start a podcast, but it's like, okay, just because I I don't want to have attention doesn't mean I shouldn't add value where I want to add value.
0: So it's just a harder line to to draw. Exactly. And it's like, as long as you realize what you want and you're self-aware enough to say, okay, why do I want attention? Okay. I want attention so I can create. X amount of change in the world by doing this one thing, but for that one thing, I need attention. Sure, that's that's awesome. But if you want more attention to get more Instagram likes to feed insecurities, then it's a whole nother deeper conversation, obviously. But um yeah, I think just the the want for attention um just comes down to the to the intention you have with that attention.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a great one and definitely one of the better ones I've heard because I do think that one most people tell me something and I'm like. I don't think that's as different as you think it is then maybe it's your circle, but there's a lot more people that think that way than you think. But that one I haven't heard.
0: Oh, that's phenomenal. That That's what I was thinking. I'm like, I've, so a, I've never been asked that question. So congrats. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. I always love uh new questions. And I was just thinking like, okay, I, I surround myself with hopefully, what I like to think growth-minded individuals that also think similar to me and are are hungry and motivated and driven and and whatnot. So it's like, okay, what is I I I guess I'll pull a pull a quote out of David Goggin's book of like, I want to be uncommon amongst the uncommon people, something sure. along those lines. Um that, that resonates with me a ton because like if you can surround yourself with like the top people that you can you can think of, and then try to be uncommon among them. Then you're just one one level up as far as just how much you're growing and how fast you're learning. So I'll I'll kick the question back to you. What what is your answer to that? Um, that doesn't happen often, um,
1: and so it's obviously I've, I've thought about it a little bit. It, it I've done it for a while now, and it it's changed every now and again. Um, but I actually think. Um, Like, I think the advantage in what I do, um, comes from, um, not like working my face off a hundred hours a week. Like, I, 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 and it makes me think of Warren Buffett's old quote, obviously it started there, so I know a lot about it, but, um, it's like. Jeff Bezos funny, you know, I mentioned him a few times. Asked Warren Buffett once. He was like, Why don't why didn't why doesn't everybody do what you do? It's not that hard. He's like, because no one wants to get rich slowly. Um, and to me, it's the same kind of thought process of like people want a lot of people, like you said, want attention for the wrong reasons. Or I think a lot of people understand with with attention they can make money really easily. It's like Really famous YouTubers, they all launch merch brands. They all say it's super soft. And it's like, okay, like you're just monetizing your audience. Like, good for you. You have the audience and attention. But like, I guess it's just, they all say they're doing something different when, okay, let's be honest, it's still just a hoodie with a different name on it. So, <laughs> but back to the main point was like, I just, I think not having the attention for it, currently in my life, I think not having the mindset of like, I've got to do a hundred hours a week. I think actually in my eyes makes me more successful when I'm 50. In um, whatever right I determine successful is at that age, um, than trying to just go all out now. And so I'm not saying don't work hard what I'm saying, I think there's a difference between, like, I tried to pay way more attention to it now is like, there's days where I'll get up on a Saturday and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a shit ton done today. And about three hours in, I'm like, I'm just not in this today. And like, there's days where you got to grind through, don't get me wrong. But I also go, okay, let me take a step back and figure out the three things that I really need to do, do those and call it a day, then wake up and try again tomorrow. Um, because like I said, I mean, life's a long thing. Um, and if I'm willing to be patient, then I, I feel like I can get to where I want to in life and still enjoy my life now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's one or the other.
0: I resonate with that so much. It's like when I first like got into like entrepreneurship, I thought and I thought and I did or just ridiculous 13, 14, 15 hour days back to back to back. And just because that's, that's what you're fed. If you don't have... If you're just getting into it and that's all you hear, you're like, "Fuck that! That's what I need to do to build this." Okay, sure. And yeah. then, like, now I have a completely different mindset of like, "Okay, how can I? How can I move the business forward ten times faster, working eh, two or three hours a day some t- some days?" And it's like, some days you just need that rest and need that recovery time. Not saying you you don't need to work hard. I, obviously, you need to work hard. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's just not destroying yourself um like this game is long so don't destroy yourself when you're in your in your 20s working 15 16 17 hour days every single day you know what I mean
1: I want to still enjoy what I enjoyed doing in 20 years so like I I think if someone I, I think you can still burn out on the thing you love to do more than anything in the world if you go at it too hard like yeah I think you can force yourself to mentally almost hate it and to me like that isn't worth it. I'll be less successful if that's what I have to go to and get to where I want to in life. I'll give that up easily. No problem. Like I just, like, I like to read investment reports that are 700 pages long. Like, okay, that may not make me the most successful person in the world, but it's what I fucking love to do. Like mm-hmm. that, that's, that's the game, right? Like the, Bezos and Buffett and all those guys, they didn't get to where they were because they worked a billion hours a day. Once again, to your point, I'm not saying they didn't work extremely hard, Mm -hmm. but I I think some of them, Bezos may not be the greatest point because he kind of came up in a tech era, but like a Buffett or um, um, like some of the big investors, obviously, because that's the world they come from. Like no one knew their name until they were after 50. Mm -hmm. Like now they might've been successful before then or had money but they weren't anybody of a name until they were 40, 50, 60. So it's like, okay, why am I bitching that I'm not X when I'm 26? Like, yeah, okay, if I see I've got 10, 20, 30 years to develop a reputation, then why am I killing myself missing Thanksgiving and Christmas and birthdays and friends and family when I got all the time in the world? Because it just tells me, I have to work harder for the 10 hours a day i work versus saying i worked 18 when i really only actually worked eight yeah that and so that's kind of i think the big thing that i um see differently and that might be skewed a little bit by hustle porn in general so you see people post things and whatnot but i i do think if people could stop trying to be steve jobs figure out who they actually are and what they care about like they'll be a thousand times happier than if they had a billion dollars but we're acting like they were somebody they weren't exactly
0: mic Um, drop yeah and and buffett spends like eight to nine hours a day reading or some shit that i saw i don't know if that's true but I, i i don't doubt it it's like it's not about the sheer number of hours you work it's like it's it's making sure everything's aligned with what you actually want to do with your life
1: yeah yeah without question like for me i i enjoy doing like i love to read two or three hours a day i like if i could dream my perfect day it's I read for a few hours do some operation stuff for businesses that i work on and then take a few hours for miscellaneous stuff that they need to get done um like miscellaneous work stuff and then call it a day like that's my dream day. I don't want to work 22 hours to get three dollars richer by tomorrow. Like, it just life's a long freaking time. Yeah, I, I got to get to the point in my life where I'm happy, not what the world defines as happy. And it's, uh, I know some happy people, I know some miserable people, and some of them make way more than me and some will always make way less than me not by intelligence but just by like they chose a career path that doesn't pay as much Um, but it's uh, it's just understanding who you are it's I think being in consulting showed me that because I saw a lot of like I know a few people that just like they tell me they work 120 hours a week and their business is going nowhere and like I'm not judging it's going nowhere but it's like for three years the business has gone nowhere yeah it's like I'm not, I don't want to ever tell someone to give up or stop trying. But I do think there comes a point where you have to go, okay, is this actually working or have I convinced myself that it's working?
0: And mm-hmm.
1: it, 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 like, I'll be the first one to say, I have failed more times than I've succeeded in life in a major way. And it, it'll continue to be that way. Cause I like swinging the bat. But the thing about life is I can swing the bat as many times as I want. And I'm never out. Yeah. Like I can I could swing at three thousand pitches. I can still be sitting there waiting for a home run. hmm I love that. Um
0: but I, I know we're already like 13 minutes over there. Um You're you're my last call of the day, so we are <laughs> okay. we're just chilling. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just it's I mean everyone
1: talks about how hustle porn is bad, but I also see very few, few people changing. Like, they say hustle porn is bad, So, but they, like, hustle as if it's, like, they're backing up what hustle porn is, and it's like, look, it, like, good and all, but, like, work hard, but don't say it's bad because people post about it online, but then go do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I actually think, so as I talk about that, I actually think that's worse than posting, like, work a billion hours a day, um, because... You're telling the world don't post about it, but still do it. But
0: you're actually doing it, yeah. Right. Oh, I I resonate with that a, a ton, and that's something I've been trying to like consciously, even like bring up whenever anyone asks, like, "Yo, how like how busy are you?" or like, "How are you?" And or I ask someone, "Hey, how are you doing?" And they say, "Busy, busy, busy." And I'm like, "Oh, why?" That that is the my least like it, it's almost like like triggers me. It's like uh, it, it's my least favorite response to here yeah, um, because we're we, we're just brought up and like it's so good to be busy um, and same thing with house porn it's it's great to work 17 18 hours a day but are you going anywhere with that time it's like um, so I, I've been trying to just change my narrative and just be way more conscious about like how I'm reacting to those to those conversations. but then also promoting people to like yo take time off if like people ask me all the time, like, yo, how much do you work on a day-to-day basis?" And I'm like, three, four hours usually. And they're, they're just stunned. It's like, oh, I I thought you'd fucking work 15 hours a day. I'm like, no, (laughs) like, why would I want to work that much? I love doing what I'm doing, but I, I don't need to kill myself over working these ridiculous hours. Like, if I can get by with two, three, four hours a day, do the most important tasks, and then delegate the rest, then awesome. I, I'm going to do that and then go out and snowboard for, for the rest of the day. So that, yeah. that is my plan this winter. Uh, I'm going to snowboard so much, and I'm going to post about it so much because I think <laughs> it's important to um, just show people like, yo, your your whole life doesn't need to be consumed by your professional job or, or your work. Like, You can still do other things and still be successful Whatever. Uh, on what, however you define success, you know what I mean? Yeah, and,
1: and I think, uh, and so one of the big things I've learned by uh, just doing all this is there was a tremendous ability to overcomplicate things and there's an s- insanely simple way to simplify your life and it's like, you can find a virtual assistant for $5 a dollar an hour in Singapore that's just as smart as we are and can do the same thing like I know a guy who I met about a year ago who actually I started internet exits with and he's phenomenal um so he's about six or seven years older than me uh and so I kind of like started to look up to him more and more as we've talked over time and um, like he's got two kids and a wife and I don't know like he's become a very close friend and I don't know how many businesses he owns but I swear it's probably more than 10 revenue producing successful. What Him and I, we get along because we love boring businesses. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want uh, a hot tech startup. Like I want as boring as it gets. Um, (laughs) I've been obsessed, like I'm looking, so one of the companies I'm doing due diligence on is, uh, I'll generally say it, but it's like a Harry Potter themed business. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, that's boring as hell but it gets attention um it's got decent numbers and we're going through the the diligence process now but it's like he kind of showed me that he was the first i'll put this right. he's the first person i've seen that put all of what i kind of believe into practice Mm -hmm. so like you'll see it's on his instagram story at 10 30 on a friday he's with his daughter at the the park and then at two forty seven, he'll have a post at picking up his little kid from school. And like like that and every weekend he's post, now I'm not saying he doesn't work hard and, and while he's there, but I think that's what it showed me is like I don't know how many hours a day he works, but it's not twenty. Um yeah. but I imagine if you put him next to somebody that worked double, he's more productive. But it's because he uses the things like you're talking about. It's he is able to offload his work better than anybody I've ever seen and just sit there and make decisions for his businesses all day long. Um, And and I think that comes from a monetary aspect because he's willing to put the money into the businesses to get the time back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I don't see with business people that say they work a hundred hours a day and they're not willing to put the money into it to get out of that thing. Yep. Uh, And so he's um, awesome. And, like, I've got another friend who works super hard and works 16 hours a day. But what he does is completely time intensive. And I'm like, I'd rather make less money um, because, like, he'll he'll have trouble getting out of that if he stays in the field that he's in. Like, he'll always be – like, he'll probably make as much as he possibly can today because he just can't work more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes it obviously very difficult. Um, so uh, I'll ask one more question on, um, uh, that I asked people on the podcast and it, it's um, one of my favorites and kind of humanizes people's, what's something you're currently obsessed with? So like book, job, company, snowboarding right now, like Igme, anything, what just, what's, what are you laying down at night and thinking about?
0: Snowboarding. So- i'm going snowboarding for first uh weekend out uh this weekend up in up in minnesota i'm from wisconsin um nothing nothing's open around here but um i'm going about five six hours north of where i am um with my little brother and i'm so excited so that's what i did before like getting an entrepreneurship i designed snow parks for a living um so talk talk about working just ridiculous hours so um like my like senior year of high school i was working like probably like 50 to 60 hours, like more than a full-time job while still in school. And while like playing sports, Um, it was just like stupid hours. I would stay there until like three, 4 a.m. every single Friday night, like redoing the park, get back there at like 7 a.m. But I loved every second of it. Um, and then when I got into entrepreneurship, I was just super obsessed over like hustle porn, uh, hustle culture. So I, I just didn't like ride too much, like 2018, 19 season, and even last season. Um, I just didn't, didn't ride too much, but this year I'm like, I don't care. Like business is pretty much automated. We're, we're chilling. I can pay my bills. I am going to snowboard so much. So that's been like my number one, like obsession right now. Um, I'm geeked. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I go on and on about why I'm excited for the business in 2021 and scaling. But right now I'm excited to snowboard.
1: Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's like, it, it really does make the hard work worth it um for me when it's like okay I can go spend three days down in Houston with family um for the holidays or uh stuff like that and it, it, it does make it um just makes it all worth it after the year thank you man yeah we'll talk soon
0: All righty, have a good one